Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So Melissa, years ago, I had a work colleague. Um, I don't work with him anymore, um, but we... Uh, we were together pretty consistently, um, and he was super negative all the time. Mm. Like, like everything was bad, or the sky is falling, kind of, kind of stuff. Right? I'd even ask him how his weekend was, and it was like always never a good thing about the weekend. It was always what went wrong or what struggle he had for the weekend, and I found it really hard to be around. Yes. And I, I found bet. it really hard to interact with him. And, you know, and, and since I'd say I'm a more positive person or like a glass half full kind of guy, I, uh, I just really struggled, you know, and I was just wondering, like, how does being around that kind of person and self-awareness at, and things kind of like intertwine, yeah. right? Like, what what tips would you have for me to to deal with someone who I don't quite align with like that? Yeah, I this is such a good topic because I think that we all have people in our lives that we don't know how to handle because they're I mean, and I think that there's two different camps of people. To me, there's the the random negative person that you run across in Target or mm-hmm. you know just like on a project or for a short term, you have that short term negative person and perhaps how you interact with that person is different. If it's someone that's in your life consistently Mm -hmm. and they don't share the same level of optimism or positivity or even just worldviews are so different. I think it's a much bigger conversation. Yeah. My tactic was to just avoid him in the hallway. Yeah. It didn't work very well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I always, I always think, you know, what you avoid actually persists. If something, (laughs) if something bothers you by simply walking away, that might be a, a tactic in the moment to get us by. But I think that it can sit in us, you know, that Mm -hmm. feeling sits in us and it, it bothers us and, I think there's some different techniques and tactics like to your, to your question that would be worth like having a conversation with. Like, let's just talk about the short-term relationships first. You're not as invested in somebody that you don't know very well or that you just run across, mm-hmm. you know, in a short term. Like, like I said, if you're grocery shopping and somebody bangs into your cart and they're real rude and they blame you for it <laughs> and then they walk away. It's easy to brush that off, right? Like, oh, yeah, I don't know. That person's having a bad day or they're just grumpy or whatever. Yeah, they're just grumpy. Move on. <laughs> I, I wish grumpy wasn't that a word that is, had a negative connotation because I always think that's kind of a fun word. <laughs> it's a fun word to say, right? Grumpy. Grumpy. <laughs> but, yeah, it's easier to put that in a box, right, and to not let it sink in and mm-hmm. to not take it personally. Unless we're tired, even sometimes being very aware if we run across the random negative person and if we're tired and we're not paying attention or protecting ourselves, 
we actually can get really thrown off center, but we usually don't, it doesn't usually last. It's pretty yeah. short term. Well, we talked about that the other week about self-awareness and being tired. Yes. <laughs> <Now>. yes. yes <laughs> that can did. sometimes really shorten the fuse. <laughs> yes. You know, just for the listeners, I think they get a kick out of knowing that when we started the podcast today, we're like, hey, what should we talk about? We should talk about being tired because I'm so tired. Oh, no, never mind. Oh, we, right, we did. did that. We already did that one. <laughs> we already did that one. <laughs> um, but I think I think the real the real challenge or the real conversation begins when the relationships that we're referring to or the people that we're referring to that are having uh, more of a negative spin on things or not the same view as us about things. Um, it's harder when there are people that are in our lives all the time, mm-hmm. a spouse, a sibling, a parent, um, a coworker, you know, there's a lot more investment in those kind of relationships. Those, yep. are, those go deeper, right? And yep. I, I think that when there's that kind of more of an investment, there's also much more of a, a willingness, even if you're unaware to take on their stuff. Mm. Yeah, we talked about that before, like um, how a lot of people look for validation of their feelings, right? Like, yeah. like if I'm really upset about something, I want to go find someone who is also going to be as upset as I am. Yeah. And when yes. you don't, when you don't find that, you actually get pretty mad. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You like, why mad. aren't you as mad as I am? Now I'm mad at yes. you not being mad. Right? Yeah, now I'm mad at you. Now, not, <laughs> not only is this whole situation not good for me, now I'm mad at you in addition. Yeah. And it's very interesting how that works in relationships, right? Because when we have a certain view of things, I always say, we have a certain view of things and we look for allies. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to have those allies. And when you're working with somebody or you're in relationship with somebody who has a more natural, negative, or pessimistic mm-hmm. approach to things, and you are someone who is working on being self-aware, you're working on feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, we're always talking about that, um, is to just, your whole goal really is to feel good. There's a natural split. And so how do you manage that? And as you have more and more awareness, how is it possible for you to, first of all, notice that you're getting sucked in, yeah. right? I think that's yep. the first part is like, notice that you're getting sucked in. And, and there's, there's two things to this. To me, it's the reactive state of being sucked in. And then it's the proactive. What do you do about that? You know, as soon as you've been, as soon as somebody's got you <laughs> where they want you, yeah. Um, how, yeah, what I, do you do about that? Well, yeah, I actually, you know, as a, as a tactic to try to connect, I actually played the like, let's get negative game for a while with him, right? Like, oh, interesting. like, sure, like, let's, like, let's stand around and complain about things for a while. <laughs> well, like, that didn't work for me, because that made me feel terrible. Like, I don't want to stand around and complain about things. Like, that's not yeah. who I am. And so trying to play that game with him, it just, it just didn't work. Right. And, and I would also wonder do you think it actually helped him well that's a good question yeah (laughs) because here's the other thing that i've noticed is that when somebody is down or they're sad or they're mad there's no amount of you matching what they are that will help them feel higher or better or happier 
So if somebody is mm. really angry and you spend time being angry with them, it just jumbles up that energy of anger. It just creates more. What you focus on, you're creating more of. Mm -hmm. um, negativity, pessimism, you know, the world's terrible. Like right now, there's a lot of stuff happening in our world that gives people an easy entry point to feel bad, you know. Um, we're in a political election year. We're having a pandemic. We're having hurricanes. We're having school issues. We're having all these things. So there's lots of reasons that people can just dump right down and feel very sad, feel, feel very helpless, hopeless, pessimistic. And your self-awareness can really help in that when you sense that that's happening, if it's somebody that you love, somebody that you're in partnership with, the first thing is, is again, check your energy. Make sure that you are centered. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you are emitting the kind of energy that is helpful, not adding to where that person is. That's the yeah. very first thing. Um, I think that that's, that isn't always easy, though, because we love, we love other human beings. That's what we do. We're in tribes. We want to be supportive. We, we like group thinking. It makes mm -hmm. us feel safe. Um, and yet when we start to parse things out like this and look at it from that stream of if somebody's really, really down, sitting there complaining with them for an hour about how awful everything is, I can promise you it isn't helping that person. Mm. So, so what, what can we do to be helpful? Yeah, I think that the very first thing is, and this is what I always say, I think the very first thing is, is to be aware of what makes you feel good in every single situation. Are you in your centered space? Are you in your authentic self? Mm -hmm. Are you in your actor self? Where are you? And when somebody throws you off with a lot of bad stuff, bad energy, and there's someone that you love, can you remain in your centered space? That's the very first thing. Because if you can remain in your centered space, you have objectivity, you have higher awareness, and you recognize, oh, here we are. Like, I have more awareness in this moment, right? That self-awareness is the conscious mm -hmm. awareness in the moment of how we feel, and it gives us a greater lens for seeing how other people are. So that's mm -hmm. the first thing. The second thing is, is to remember that no amount of sadness from your perspective is going to help them come out. So even the tactic of, um, well, I want to, I want to make them feel like I'm with them. Yeah. Right. Uh, I want to make them feel like I really, I'm with them. Like I love this person or I really want this person. I really have a strong friendship with this person and I don't like that they're feeling bad, you know, um, but in that moment, by offering up a different energy, and, a, and I don't mean a wild opposite approach, okay? Like, if somebody's really mad, there's nothing... Yeah, you can't, you can't go at them with, like, super happy, over-the-top... Unicorns right? and rainbows. Yeah, right. No, because it'll gonna... just make them more mad, and it's disingenuous <laughs> yeah. at that point. It's true. It's disingenuous at that point, and, and it does cause a huge ruckus. I've, I've done that many, many times. Um, and I've been, you know, faulted for, you're not, you know, you don't, you just don't understand. Like I, if I had a quarter for every time somebody said, you just don't understand as a response to me, not picking up 
the pessimistic mm-hmm. wand and running with them. Yeah. Um, so the short term of that is remain more neutral. Yeah. Even if you don't want to go high, 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 just remain more neutral on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to briefly acknowledge, briefly, very briefly, I'm sorry you're sad, or that must be hard. Yeah. Um, because you do want to show them you're caring and your love, but you do not want to validate and um, amp up and add to the energy that they are emitting that isn't helpful. Mm-hmm. So check your energy. The second thing is give them some sort of validation that I hear you. That must be hard. And then model what you do in your awareness when you are spending time that doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. In our journey with the self-awareness journey, we talk about it a lot. It's like for every single topic, there's actually two topics, you know, and, and there are some thought leaders who say it's like a stick. Every single thought is like a stick. On one end of the stick is the absence of it. And on the other end of the stick is the having of it. Mm-hmm. Like money. One end is no money. The other end is a lot of money. Uh, a stick of feelings. On one end is unhappy. On the other end is happy. So for every single topic, there's actually two. And in a pessimistic conversation, the topic of the thought might be very valuable, but they're spending time on the wrong end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And by your awareness, you can simply slowly bring them to their awareness to the other end of that stick as well by saying something like, you know what? Um, there's a lot of good that's actually happening right now. Like, for example, this pandemic, boy, oh boy, there's lots of ways that people want to spend time feeling terrible and scared. And, and I'm not saying none of that is true. I'm simply saying that we can make choices to focus on the other parts of it that are helpful. Like the amazing way that we have come together as people to help and support each other. So it's simply focusing on the part of the story that makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. And the more you focus on that, the more you create. And the more you create, the better you feel. And it just, you start to get into that habit. So that's how you can model when somebody else is having a tough time. Got it. Um, The last thing I would want to mention in this topic is creating sort of a, I almost want to say fence. When somebody has a a lot of really hard energy coming at you, by you being more aware and more uh, open, people are drawn to that. And Mm -hmm. people are drawn to you being a positive, good person. centered person they will also want you to pull them out of the hole as often as possible Mm. so it's very important for you to make decisions about how to create a bit of a of a barrier between you and them in other words that you will make decisions like i will um, do this to help this person but i will not absorb and i will not take on these things that aren't mine I'm not, I don't want to be somebody's punching bag. I don't want to be somebody's dumping ground. And sort of creating what you're willing and not willing to interact with an individual that's in your life frequently. Yeah, that's what it, you know, it really, to me, always felt like 
like you said, like a punching bag. Like I was just there taking on all this energy, this negative energy. And, and I, you know, and it just didn't, it, it felt really heavy, you know, that even like the small things felt heavy and I, it, uh, um, yeah. And never, and I was, you know, you know, you're, you're talking about building a fence, right. But maybe, maybe be more purposeful about those interactions. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Because let's face it. I mean, if we're talking about, um, if we're talking about a spouse, for example, if a spouse has a different disposition than you do, it can be a real source of stress mm-hmm. in a relationship um, because one spouse is a certain way and the other spouse is feeling the need to match or they're feeling the need to always make that spouse feel a certain way when in reality, that spouse probably doesn't want you to do that, but it's a natural human reaction to try to match with the people that we are together with. And, um, and we will do a much greater service to ourselves and all of mankind by growing in our own awareness and recognizing that we're all on our own journeys. Yep. And every interaction that we have, we have a choice of how we want to be with that interaction and how we want to be with those other people. One thing I've noticed just in my own growth, through my own self-awareness, I have stopped trying to make everybody feel like I feel. Mm. I was uh, very much around that. Well, you know, you just don't, you know, you, it's, you should, you know, it's great. Like everything, you could be like this. If you would just, <laughs> if you would just change these three things mm-hmm. and, um, and taking on other people's stuff with the best of intention. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this before. Like it's, uh, you have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. Right. Um, and we talked about that, you know, many contexts, but just in mental health and self-awareness, like, you know, make sure you're staying centered. Don't take on everybody else's stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you're able to be there for them. Right. Exactly. Said then, then you can kind of model and help help get them back to their centered state. Right, exactly. And some people don't want to go. Some people mm. don't want to, they're, or they're so unfamiliar with what it feels like to not have stress or drama in their lives that they don't even know how to be with that. And that is actually not our responsibility to change that. Mm-hmm. But by modeling our own self-awareness, making conscious choices about when to engage with those people, that are in our lives consistently, how to engage. Um, those things are really, really important. And it will start to change the dynamic. It will change the dynamic. Uh, it's funny. Uh, my husband and I have mutual friends who, when they are with me, the topic of, and I've, we've been laughing about this because my husband is, you know, very easygoing, very kind and so people will feel really comfortable to just like tell him everything and just hmm. complain and go on and on. And, and he'll never stop them because that's just not who yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, and so they think it's okay for them to go on these rants, you know, political rants or whatever it is, the healthcare system or whatever the rant of the day is. 
And those same people, when they're with me, they never do that. Oh, that's funny. Isn't it funny? (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's just because I think either it's subconscious or whatever. They just know I'm not, I'm not up for that. (laughs) I'm just not up for that. (laughs) So it's kind of interesting to just think about the relationships in your life and how they respond to you. And, and as your awareness grows, how you are able to help them sort of, you know, start to modify over time, what ways to focus. (laughs) I've, I've, uh, sometimes I've gotten the label of like, Oh, JJ is just like a really good listener. But the fact is, I'm just like really patient and we'll sit there for a really long time letting people just like, yes, go <laughs> like blah out of their mouth for an hour. <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> it's fine. They stop eventually. Well, this has been a really interesting conversation. I mean, some of this stuff, you know, as as we learn and grow, I I think, gosh, I wish I would have known that years ago, right? Yeah. And, um, but that's all part of the journey, right? Like it's all we part kind of, of the journey. Think of these past experiences and learn how to deal with them in a different way, and when when they come up in the future, we'll have a little bit better perspective. Yeah. And there's so much further to go. There's always things to learn. There's always new ways of being. I mean, I think it's really fun. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.